What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 263 of the Geeks Are Grace podcast. My name's Cody Emmer. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about the Heartland, which I'm just going to go right into it. Uh, we may, may or may not lose LJ because there are tornado warnings going, and he doesn't live in the Heartland. Yes. And apparently the Heartland is the only place where there are no tornado sirens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? My internet can was... kick off at any moment if it wants to, but there's a lot of flooding and thunder right now and warnings. But I think we'll be okay. That's so crazy to me that you don't have tornado sirens. Yeah. I Enough know. so that I was like, we're playing this in the podcast. I'm... <laughs> we were just talking about this <laughs> yeah. off, off air. And uh, I've never lived anywhere didn't have tornado sirens and shelly said she can't imagine living somewhere where there are tornadoes we live life on the edge down here apparently it's just a part of life for me i don't know even <laughs> denver like denver didn't get tornadoes but we would get some rotations every once in a while so the sirens would go off we just yeah but there's no sirens here there's no tornadoes yeah here. that's i mean that's kind of what we get here too we is like rotations tsunamis. or like have... tornado level winds Basically, base here's the here's the trade off though. All right, y'all get your every once in a while tornado, that usually just blows over. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, things are pretty okay, right? We have an earthquake that will inevitably kill us all, and a active volcano that has never erupted. So really, if we have a a natural disaster besides the little earthquakes we get every now and then, we'll get really small ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But besides that, it's sort of like, if there's a natural disaster, it's going to be like a disaster. So that's a trade-off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, yeah. You never I mean, know. Will, will they give you warning when uh, things are about to go Pompeii on you? Like, I mean, for <laughs> sure, as much as they can. Obviously, they would, okay. yeah. I was like, I, I don't know how quick a volcano erupts. I, I don't know. Mount St. Helens was pretty sudden. So huh. Mount Rainier probably would be very similar. But, craziness yeah. we've had i think three tornado sirens go off this year already like this yeah 2021 <laughs> and that doesn't usually happen like in south dakota when i lived there i would hear maybe one a year maybe not at all and then in denver i almost never heard them it was maybe like three times the entire time i was there hmm. um here in fort smith arkansas it's it's literally like that's just the springtime <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous anyways we're geeking out about the heartland G.I. Joe's and Lord of the Rings. Cool. So, yeah, exciting stuff. Um, we can, well, let's go into what we've been playing. Uh, LJ, go ahead. Cool. Um, I have been playing very recently, aside from the stuff that, uh, that I've been focusing on. Uh, I played Apex Arenas, the the, the mode, uh, the Arenas oh, yeah. mode in Apex Legends. And uh, I played that with a with a couple guys um comics on the cross actually uh cross and nitro those dudes are awesome played with them and um watson from the co-op trio podcast on friday night arenas is super cool um it's basically like counter-strike kind of like overwatch light because like it's got the 3v3 like overwatch but then you have the uh the like money system in from like counter-strike or like a valorant where you actually have to buy your guns and equipment before you start a round, and mm-hmm. it is pretty fun. Um, it took a minute to, for me to find like my favorite guns and kind of what character I wanted to use, so I started rocking the R99, 
and I use Wraith. And so basically what, what I like to do as Wraith, Wraith. Uh, she's fun to like flank people with. So like I can I can do like the phase move and I can get behind mm-hmm. people and, or flank them while they're distracted with my allies. Um, or, or I can kind of just get up in their face and they can kind of like run and disperse and like get away from me. Uh, so that's kind of my strategy I've been going with. And I haven't played Apex in a while, but Wraith was my, my gal. You should try arenas. It's so fun. It's more like bite-sized rounds. Like there's like a couple rounds each, each match. Uh, it's that so cool. fun and it's three V three still, uh, smaller maps, obviously. Uh, it's, it's so much fun. Um, yeah, I, I recommend it, especially if you don't like. Like, I would recommend it, especially for people who aren't, who aren't really big on the battle royale aspect. It just mm-hmm. uh, adds a different mode to Apex. That's like just it's so different from the actual game, but yet you're still getting to use those cool characters and kind of whatever weapons you want. Like, I it helped me kind of get familiar with weapons. Like, where in as in battle royale mode, I could never get comfortable and understand what weapon did what because I would always be picking up different ones and stuff like that and just never got a feel for them. So mm-hmm. that that's been fun. Cool. Yeah. Shelly, what have you been playing? Um, I finally got Persona Five Strikers. Sweet. So yeah. I've been playing that. I know it's so funny. Uh, Mass Effect comes out, and I'm like, oh, good. Now it's time to buy Persona Five Strikers. I'm always <laughs> just so behind. Um, <laughs> Everyone's telling me I need to get uh, the other one, Mass Effect. You should. You totally I will. should. Uh, no, no, no. I 100% will. I just won't do it yet. I always have to wait. I, I have to be way behind the curve. I don't know why. I did, That's just who I am. That's why I didn't get Persona 5 Strikers right away, even though I knew I was going to get anyway. I just, mm-hmm. for some reason, felt like waiting. Um, I'll probably play Mass Effect uh, probably over the summer. But I will 100% play it. I am planning on it. I just don't have it yet. Um, but... I've been recommended by two different people, so I better get it. Yeah, it's it, now is the time to get into that series. Like I've, like yeah. I think I've said before, like it's it's, it's a good time. Like everyone like, recommended it to me before because I love Dragon Age so much, but yeah. I was kind of like, ah, the first one looks kind of clunky and yeah. weird, and now it doesn't. Do, do decisions cross over in uh, Dragon Age games like they do in Mass Effect? No, I don't think so. Maybe okay. to a degree, but not as much as Mass they Effect. They do. They do. Yeah, okay. they super do. You don't play as the same character, so maybe right. in a different way. They they, but they you, decisions you make in the first game affect the second game, affect the third game. They so. they affect cool. the world, right? More yes, so exactly. Than, it's yeah. it's that sort of thing. So yeah, um, it's pretty neat. But yeah, everyone's like, if you love Dragon Age, you should play Mass Effect. So yes. no, I will. But as of right now, I'm playing Persona Five Strikers, and oh my gosh, I really like it. I've never just really genuinely enjoyed a Warriors-style game so much, but that's because it doesn't feel like Warriors. It that's really awesome. doesn't. It's like it's crazy how like every Warriors-style game, which, again, I've never actually played a classic Warriors game, like an actual Warriors game. It's always like the spin-off ones. Like, first I played Hyrule Warriors, which was kind of like, I didn't really like it much at all, to be honest, but I got it, and I, and I, and I played it. Um, and then I got Fire Emblem. Speaking of Warriors, we called it. LJ, you had posted it in the uh, chat. Oh, it wasn't huge news because it's just that he wants to do it. Yes, but. so uh, Koei Tecmo, the, the developers, said that uh, they would like to do a Star Wars game, but the one we joked about was a Mario-themed one, and we joked about, like, a Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom Warriors. And oh, my I was gosh. Like, I was like, wow. Like He wants to do it. <sighs> I, I want have it. the connections in Nintendo. But, yeah, yeah. so, like, Hyrule Warriors, I didn't love... 
uh, Fire Emblem Warriors was like more interesting to me because I cared more about Fire Emblem and the characters, but the story was right. just trash and I didn't understand it and there just wasn't really story. It's kind of just, the, and the gameplay itself wasn't even that fun. Um, and then Age of Calamity, uh, they, you know, actually have a story and granted mm-hmm. it's a story I don't very much like, but the fact that there has a story puts it above the others by a long shot. Um, the mm-hmm. fact that it has like this, the, the really, really good, like, connection to breath of the wild right it looks the same they look like they could be the same game the only difference is the gameplay um yeah and but and that was fun enough like it was they you know threw in some different gameplay elements that were different from the other ones and i was like you know what? i still enjoyed it even though i got really upset by it um <laughs> and then there's persona 5 strikers which granted i haven't even played that much of i've already i've i beat the first jail that's what they call them now they're not palaces they're jails okay but um i just really like it because it again it does feel like a worse game it feels like a persona game it literally just feels like a sequel that's cool to persona 5 like every all the animation is the same all the same vibe is the same the music like they the music is just even better i don't really know how they did it but the music like they they have awesome, awesome remixes, oh, which I guess yeah. is, is pretty classic for Warriors, Tech Mode. Yeah, they do some they cool songs. Awesome remixes, but also really cool new songs. And yeah. I think what I really like is that um, in other Warriors games, you go into a battle and then you're like constantly fighting guys. And sometimes you have to go to like a stronghold type area and like take mm-hmm. out the boss in there and you have to like do a one-two punch, right? You gotta do, like, a special thing, and then you get a super move on them, and that sort of thing. But this game, when it comes to the palace... Not palaces, I'm sorry. Jails? It's Mm. just, like, a wide-open space, and you can sort of select... Like, you can find, like, enemies, and you can choose to fight them, essentially. Um, Which is very reminiscent of JRPGs. It's very, I mean, it is a JRPG, right? A kind of, right? It's just not <laughs> yeah. turn-based. That's really the only difference. But what's really cool is that it's kind of like all of the story and lore mechanics are there. It's just fast-paced and it's not turn-based. So you're still in a battle. Um, you're still pulling off their masks to do an ambush, just like in the other game. Like you're still sneaking oh, cool. around and jumping on them. Or if they jump on you, then you get the disadvantage, that sort of thing. Um, you still have guns that you shoot, you still got your melee, um, like your knife or, you know, if you're on, like the whip, you know, your physical weapon that you're hitting, um, you have, they just added combos, right? They have combos with those types of things now. You still have your persona you can summon, and you summon your persona, and they still have all the same, like, spells, uh, or abilities that they have in the first game. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like, I recognize, like, all, they're, like, all from the first game. There might be a couple new ones, though. Um, but, you know, you have to take into account your weaknesses and strengths, the enemy's strengths and weaknesses. Um, you knock them down, and if you can knock them down, you get an all-out attack. And it's all the same. There's Baton passes feel amazing. Hmm. And they felt amazing in the first game, too, because um, in Persona 5 slash Persona 5 Royal, I guess I technically played Royal, not Persona 5, um, what you, you... If you hit an enemy's weakness... Um, you can basically hand it off to another character in your party to really just keep going and keep going and they give it, you, you get more stat buffs and more stat buffs. It's really cool. Um, it's very similar in this game where like you're walloping on an enemy and all of a sudden you see one of your, your other party members is like, oh, like 
choose me to like, you know, follow, I can follow this up or whatever. And um, you're, you're basically on a timer, like a quick timer, but if you hit the right button, then that character jumps in and does something really cool. And then you control That's that awesome. character. So you're I bet, constantly I bet that switching feels characters. Really good for a Warriors game. Yeah, throughout the fight. Um, mm -hmm. Which is very cool. Which, yeah, exactly, is a Warriors thing, but it, it feels way cooler than just like, oh, I need to be on this side of the map, so I'm going to choose this character now. And right. oh, I'm going to send this character off to do this thing because they need to take this stronghold. Oh, they're messing it up. Guess I got to switch back. And mm -hmm. it doesn't <laughs> feel like that at all. It doesn't feel like micromanagement. It feels like just. I don't know, it's really fun! Um, and the fact is, I have to actually think. That's I've cool. never had to think in a Warriors game in my life. <laughs> yeah. I just hit the I hit the button and I win. That's every Warriors game that I've played. Yep. yep. And this game, they, cool. there's so much strategy. You really have to consider, like, they're the you're in your enemy's strengths and weaknesses um, that obviously I'm very used to from the Persona 5 game. Because it's the same system. They just made it really fast-paced. It's crazy. So I'm I'm having a really good time with it. I don't really know how they struck a perfect balance between Warriors and Persona 5. Like, the story already is really cool. Um, I'm really liking a lot of the scenes and moments. It's still... It feels like Persona game because it also still feels like half a visual novel. Uh, <laughs> there's so much dialogue, but I love it. I love it. Um, and it's also just really fun because, like, it's summer vacation and they're kind of going on a road trip and that's just like a really good vibe it's really wholesome and the fact that summer is sort of ramping up soon um and you get to explore outside just shibuya or just tokyo you get to go to places that you never went to in the first game mm -hmm. and that's really cool and there's just a lot of components i don't know i'm really digging it i am thoroughly impressed and i'm like wow i this is a $60 game. All the other Warriors games, I'm like, these shouldn't be $60 games. <laughs> this one, like, earns it. So, yeah. if anyone's listening, if you're kind of on the fence about it, I would recommend just picking it up if you're a big Persona 5 fan. Um, because even if you really, really don't like Warrior Styles gameplay, like, there's enough other stuff to enjoy in this game that I found that I feel like you're still going to like it. So, that's where my opinion Like, you really like Persona, so maybe I'll... Yeah, I know there's a lot of people who, um, both with Age of Calamity and this, if they were fans of Breath of the Wild or, the, or Persona 5, respectively, they'll just, like, watch the cutscenes. But I mm. feel like that that was something I could have done with Age of Calamity, for sure. Yeah, totally. As a Breath of the Wild yeah. fan. You could just watch cutscenes and been bingo, good. You didn't really need to play any of this. There's so much in Persona 5 Strikers that you would just miss if you just mm. watched cutscenes. So... <laughs> Tia is my wife, for those who don't know. <laughs> I yeah. didn't think about that. I was like, just throw names out there. <laughs> I would recommend, I think Tia would like it. And if you, if it's, it's again, I, I, it's boring. The other games are boring to me, the other Warriors games, because you just mash buttons and win. This one you have to think. Mm -hmm. And there's actual strategy behind it. And it just, again, it feels like you're just playing Persona 5, except it's fast-paced now. It is not turn-based. That's really the only yeah. difference. So. Cool. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Well, I asked the podcast last week to uh, recommend some video games for me to play on PC Game Pass. Uh, Chuck Jacobson, got to give him a shout out because uh, he gave me a list of <laughs> things to, to play. Um, some of it that I haven't even heard of before, so that's pretty exciting. But uh, the one that I decided to start with is one that I think everyone's heard of, and that's Age of Empires. That's a classic. Two. Yeah, I've never played it, but I've heard of Age of Empires, you know, forever. I mean, that's it's a huge game. Oh yeah. Um, 
name in name at least i don't know if you want to call it the game huge uh but i downloaded it and uh it reminds me of old warcraft games oh yes uh, which i really like rts stuff yeah yeah that's super cool the cool thing with like the, all the games that I've gotten so far is that uh, if they get mods, they literally just have a mod spot in the game <laughs> to download things. Uh, so I immediately, um, I was just like, I was waiting for the free graphics DLC to download, mm. um, which I will say definitely pick that up because like it was literally easier for me to look at. Like it was less strain on my eyes to have it, uh, that DLC pack in there. Um, but while I was waiting, I was looking at the mods and there was a Ragna uh lothbrook uh mod that basically was a campaign it's a small campaign that follows ragnar's historical um epics that's awesome yeah so i did that and that's that's what i played (laughs) so far and i'm really bad at it uh there's a lot i need to learn and figure out how to do um like i wasn't uh i put one of my villagers to battle almost immediately (laughs) and uh they didn't make it um and i don't know yet how to make new villagers in the Ragnarothbrook version like story thing oh maybe you need to play the regular tutorial of the regular game yeah to figure out a little bit more of what's like yeah i think that i understand how to make them and i just don't think that this uh mod allows you to make them yet huh it's like a difficulty type situation like be smart with your resources and i wasn't smart with my resources (laughs) um the music i'm not super into i ended up actually just i pulled out the like the viking soundtrack on spotify yeah the music in that game is very like at some point it just becomes like you just get wrapped into like the actions of the game and don't even really pay attention to that stuff yeah Mm. it was like not it it was kind of distracting and like in an annoying way i was like i don't i don't know what's going on (laughs) um so i don't know cool game uh i guess the fourth one's coming out later this year Yes, yes, there is a new one coming. Um, that seems pretty cool. Uh, how come? I, I'm curious about this, LJ. Maybe you can answer this mm. for me. How come I was requ- uh, suggested Age of Empires two and not Age of Empires three? Three is not good compared to two. Two is a straight up classic. Three is not good. Okay. Yep. Well, now we know. I think it was Fair made enough. by a different company too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, okay. But yes, three. Everyone, I think, just kind of just forgets about three and keeps playing two because two has like an HD edition. I don't know what version you're playing. It's I good. have the definitive edition. Okay, yeah. So I think the definitive the definitive edition is even better than the HD version that came out. So like you're playing the the probably best version of that game you could play then. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's a definitive edition. Like I said, the uh, that DLC yeah. is uh, like a free visual pack for it. Sweet. Um makes it look yeah way yeah don't bad. don't worry about three play the one you're playing <laughs> cool all right we'll do um i want to keep trying new games i'll probably play this i might play this for another week and then just you know next week uh, i was gonna say what uh, else is on what else is on the list that he sent you um let me pull it up quick i know oh, yeah, the fine. halo series oh, yeah. he's like you can play all the halo so why why wouldn't you yep. um play those with the mouse and keyboard me... like a real play PC. with the mouse and keyboard yes like a real pc player uh, I would fail. <laughs> uh, and then I know Prey was on there. Oh yes, yes, the Bethesda one, yeah. Yep. That's um. Cool. Let's see. Uh, Forza Horizon, which I might skip 
because I'm not. You're not a big into... racing guy. Oh, those games, yes. those games are amazing. Uh, I, I do love the Forza games. Halo Wars. Okay, that's good. If that's good, especially if you're playing Age of Empires, because that's RTS. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, Haven. Oh, Haven's cool. That's an indie game about this couple that's like, on like they yeah that's, it's a it's a that's a cool game. That's an indie game. Okay. Um, Hypnospace Outlaw. Okay. Which that's, I hadn't heard of. That's, a, that's um, another. It's made by Christian. Yep. Okay. Made by Christian, and then Prey was the other one that he had on there. Sweet. Yeah, those are all really good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, Observation. Recore. Super hot. Ooh, super, two point hospital. Super hot's cool. Oh, super oh. hot. And then if you, super um, hot is basically a John Wick simulator. Super okay. hot's one <laughs> cool. where I own on VR, but I'm not going to play it for a long time because literally my space where I have my desk and my computer and VR system is pretty small, which works <laughs> fine for some games. It does not work for super hot. Super is what I've discovered. <laughs> so. The other game that I'm really excited uh, to try that I guess is on Game Pass is Dishonored 2. Because I haven't played that Ooh, either. The Dishonored games are cool. Um, and uh, the guy that works at the x place that I go to, um, he was telling me that I should... That That's a game I need to pick up if I haven't played before. Yes. Also, if you really want to, you can get into the entire Doom series. Yeah, it's true. I've played most of the Dooms at one point or another. I've never beaten them. Okay, either. then you can play the new ones. Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Those ones I haven't played. Um, cool. All right. We can... Uh, let's get into the gaming news. I'll probably play Age of Empires for another week and see how that goes. Sweet. Maybe I'll pick up another one and try to play another one. <laughs> right on. Cool. Uh, for gaming news, we have uh, some interesting stuff. So... Uh, apparently the ESA has released more information about their E3 plans. And apparently there's going to be some kind of online portal and app that you'll be able to do more stuff, like virtual booths and stuff for, for E3. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only thing I can even like compare that to if they do it right would be like if they did some like DC fandom related stuff. But uh, to me, I just don't know, like, how this is going to work. Like, E3 has already been a disaster in other areas. Like... Yeah, that's not how I inter- want to interact with their stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and so they have... So they're going to have, like, the live streams that are going to be go over, like... I think, like, four days or so. They're going to have that usual stuff. But then, I guess, they're going to have this portal that's going to be for fans and press to um, to kind of experience. So, like consider i mean i might check it out if we can maybe get in there as press somehow i might see like what that entails what that means that'd be cool but other than that like i just i feel like that's not gonna go well (laughs) i don't know like this company that's never it doesn't seem like they've ever done anything like that so i'm I'm just kind of like iffy about it (laughs) see i would rather the e3 stuff happen like either you know on a streaming service like it's been Mm -hmm. Or on TV would be crazy. Yeah. Um, and then unlock, like, just have a whole bunch of demos released on consoles and PC or whatever. Right. For that, a limited time. That, like, for that weekend. That's, that's the right way. To, to me, That's the, that would be the best way to do it. I think that'd be cool. Like, something's announced, it unlocks the demo, and you get to play that. It would be like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that would be super cool. Or even for like press, like there's like a, I don't, I forget what the program is, but they've been doing like sort of like a shadow play kind of like streaming thing for people to do like previews because of COVID and stuff. Like, yeah, I think that would be neat if they figured out a way to do that somehow. Like, I, I don't, I don't know, but like, it just kind of worries me. I'm like, I feel like this is not gonna be as cool as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. But they're still going to do stuff over, like, YouTube and all that, and they're still going to do their regular, like, live streams. So that's going to be cool. Like, I'm still excited for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of, hopefully, some cool announcements this year out of that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, E3's back. Um, so this next piece is related to Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO. And... Uh, recently they had a beta for the PS5 version, which includes higher frame rates, 4K, uh, stuff, I think graphical improvements. Um, but they announced the release date and that's going to be actually next week, May 25th. Can Uh, you play the PS4 version on the PS5 right now or not at all? You can, yes, you can. But the idea is that, um... This just be the PS5 edition yes it'll be the ps5 edition and so i mean that's what a lot of games already have already so it's just kind of like an upgrade but i guess it's going to be a version that's going to take advantage of everything the ps5 does even some of the dual sense features and adaptive triggers and stuff and um apparently they say if you're already playing on the ps4 version and you'll just be upgraded to the ps5 version which to me seems pretty easy considering Mm -hmm. it's an mmo um maybe the triggers will wake you up when you're you're falling asleep attacking things. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you what played game that. was out for me. You... I was so excited for it. Yeah, I had a feeling you weren't going to get into it much. Just because it's such a like <laughs> classic MMO. But apparently yeah. like, people really Very love RuneScape, that grindy, yeah. Yeah. War, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that comes with the news that like there's also a new expansion coming out uh, called Endwalkers or something. Yeah, same. Lots of um, stuff about that. So everybody's getting real hyped up for that. Uh, I wanted to like it because of the Harvest Moon type stuff that they were getting going. Hmm. Do they have like farming Where? or something in it? Yeah. Oh. You have, like a little island that you can like do some farming or something on. Make your own little farm. And I was like, that sounds cool. You could just play Stardew Valley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you could. <laughs> yeah but yeah so this is cool like it's just kind of crazy how this game started from like this really garbage piece of work and then they took it down and reinvented the whole thing years ago so uh i, I played it a little bit back in the day i think i did a trial for it and i liked it enough but it's still not something i want to pay monthly for um joe morgan who used to be on the podcast um and president of all of that uh he says it's the best final fantasy story He's ever played. I think many people would agree. So there's that. Mm-hmm. People yeah. freaking love, love. That people game. love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, our Discord man, our Discord manager Synth, he plays the heck out of this game too. Uh, so like, there's there's a few people I think around Geeks Under Grace who really get into this. So I'm sure you can find people in Discord to play with if it's something you're interested in. Yeah, you can find our Discord on our website, com. Yes, indeed. Um, Yeah, so the third piece of news is, I think, something I I kind of overlooked, or I don't remember, maybe there was, like, another piece that that kind of overshadowed it, but 
a few weeks ago, Ubisoft had this like presentation about the Division franchise, which uh, they said they're gonna do um, an, another expansion for Division Two. I think they said they were gonna. I think it was it a TV series or a movie or something they're working on. But uh, anyway, it's all this expanded universe stuff for just TV. Okay, TV. That's right. Um, it was all this expanded universe stuff for the division, and one of those things is a free-to-play game called The Division Heartland, which is why Cody said we're geeking about the Heartland. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so uh, in this article that I share in the show notes, uh, supposedly more details came out about it. Uh, apparently, it's going to be obviously focused in a more wide open area, rural area compared to mm-hmm. like the big cities that the division is known for. Um, a very boring part. <laughs> so I'm from like, I'm from South Dakota. I lived in Nebraska and like, there's not a lot to look at huh. in those, uh, those rolling Hills. Like it's very cornfield. So what's considered like, the heartland area of the country though? That's what I was kind of curious about it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I know Nebraska is. I mean, uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's Kansas? like the center, uh, you know, like the center of the country, obviously. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, um, that's considered the heartland. Missouri, Illinois, Illinois. That's crazy. Huh. Alabama, Arkansas. So I'm still in the heartland. So like the middle. Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana. Yeah, I I don't think of Louisiana as the heartland. No, that's more Uh, like, um, I don't know. I don't have a better word for it. I don't want to say it. Michigan, Minnesota, (laughs) Mississippi, Nebraska, North Dakota. At least I name all fifty states. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, I could see being in the heartland. South Dakota, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. Louisiana is like the butt of the United States. I don't know. It's It's the butt of the heartland. (laughs) (laughs) To the very bottom of the heartland. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it stretched. I really thought it was kind of more of a circular in my mind. Well, it was see, like I think that's what Iowa, Kansas. I think that's mainly what it is. I don't, I don't know uh, what what you're looking up there, but I, I feel like that's that's mainly what it's going to be is like the center, uh, you know, like the Great Plains and stuff like that, and like yeah, because um, Iowa, Kansas, and Nebraska are like all the same state, <laughs> so they have cities that are all different. Yeah, so. I, I guess what this means, though, is that uh, it's going to have more survival, of a survival angle. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what that means. Whenever I think survival in video games, I get a bad taste in my mouth because I think of, like, Seven Days to Die, Rust, and all these survival games that are right. super hardcore. But it sounds like they're still going to have, like, the gameplay that The Division is kind of known for. So I hope it's, like, survival light. Cool. Um, yeah. Maybe like a. If you can't grow corn, I'm gonna be mad. Like a Fallout 76 or something. <laughs> like Fallout 76 has actually turned out to be a decent game. So if like, is, and Fallout feels like a Fallout game, but with survival mechanics. So I'm hoping that maybe like the, that's what the division does. Um, but they've said that there's gonna be like the, the PVP stuff uh, that they've had in the past, like the dark zones. And then there's going to be, like, PvP, VE stuff. Like, so there's still going to be the, the AI running around in certain areas and stuff. So, uh, it sounds cool, whatever it is. And it's going to be free to play. So, there's really no reason for people to not check it out. It's like, you know, you don't have That's to. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. You don't have to really spend money on it, it sounds like. Um, Ubisoft also, I, don't, I didn't put this in the news, but they made a statement that was kind of 
vague about like I guess they're focus they're gonna start focusing on service games or like free to play games and stuff now. Um, so okay. people took that as like, oh, they're going away from AAA games, but I don't think that's the case. Um, this is probably just an example of their initiative, like saying like that they want to do service game as well, which I mean, they've done Rainbow Six, they've done For Honor, they've done other games that are still around and kicking that are doing well. So it's like Ubisoft can do that service model pretty well, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's the gaming news. Pretty pretty light. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll get into the movies. Um, I'll go first, because I went to theaters. Yay! Nice. Doesn't happen often. Yeah. Uh, we got to see the Demon Slayer movie. Ah, I can't remember what it was course. called. Megan Trailer. Megan Train? Megan Train. Trailer, yeah, Train. <laughs> um, so, basically, if you like Demon Slayer, the show, you'll like the movie. It was a little strange to think of it as like a big movie. Uh, it's hilarious to me that it beat out um, Mortal Kombat. It almost for a few did. weeks. I thought it did for a week. I think it did for okay, a week. Okay, maybe it did. I know it yeah, was close. I think it was a week where it was on top. Wow. Um, which is great. <laughs> uh, go Demon Slayer. I mean, it go is go good. Go. It just didn't feel as epic as a movie as a movie would. Like I think like Pokemon, and then you look at the Pokemon movies. And there's just a different caliber in the uh, the writing and everything. Hmm. Um, this felt very much like it was a continuation of the show. Weird. Um, but the show's so good that maybe that's just a compliment to the show and not necessarily mm. a I mean, the, uh, discredit the to you. The movie is so freaking popular, especially in Japan, yeah. that like it mm. has to be good, right? I don't know. I yeah. Like yeah. You can't. The one thing I'll yeah. say, and i got to kind of tread carefully because I'm literally talking about the ending of the movie. Uh. Um, it does... So th- there's a spot where the movie should have ended, huh? And it doesn't. Uh, it continues on to this almost another. Um, it could have been an episode long because I think it was a good thirty minutes hmm. um, little story arc of things that are happening that had very little to do with what was actually like what the movie was about. Um, and it was a strange like. It, it felt like it was another episode, like an ex- extra Weird. episode going into like a yeah. Um, so I think writing wise, that was a really weird choice. And I, um, don't want to say much more to that. People who watch it kind of know what I mean. Um, I would love to discuss with people whether they thought it was, uh, needed or if they should have done it a different way. Um, in my mind, I feel like they should have definitely done it differently. Hmm. Um, but again, it's, I don't want to like slam on the movie. It was, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, and it was really cool to get to see it in theaters. That felt awesome. Uh, and I hope they make more. Yeah. I guess I'll end it there. Uh, if you like the show, you'll like the movie. If you didn't like the show, then the movie's literally <laughs> just more show. So, <laughs> LJ, what did you see? Uh, I didn't watch much. I intended to watch more stuff, but uh, I kind of went back a little bit. And uh, while I was doing laundry and chores and stuff, I watched the old uh, Disney Tarzan. Okay. Nice. And what a that was, classic. That was very Little nostalgic. Little Phil Collins? That's him, right? Yes, yeah. Oh, that music is so good, too. Um, so good. <laughs> oh, gosh. And it was just kind of nice because, uh, you know, Disney doesn't do traditional 2D animation anymore. Uh, right. And, so, and it was nice to go back to something that still feels newer. Like, I mean, like, I, I've watched, like, Lion King and some other, like, older Disney stuff recently, but, like, 
that was like late 90s and so i'm like that's that's just kind of cool that uh i don't know it was something very nostalgic about it and that's one of my favorites uh that i enjoyed that movie a lot as a kid and i don't know it was just good to go just back to make shelly eye roll i'm surprised they haven't done any movies like that what do you mean I, it's got to be coming uh we're gonna talk about um we're gonna talk about what is it mass of the universe later yeah mm-hmm. uh, but like i'm surprised they haven't taken that old art style and try to modernize it in a way that was like and have that old style and bring that old feel back for nostalgic purposes um like disney re- disney did. do a new another 2d animated movie is that what you're saying yeah i think yeah. they should i would love that. I would be really cool bring back but the 2d they, animation they don't want to do that no they don't even if it was now. like sequels to old classic movies but it was that you know that same art style we've already had sequels cool. to a bunch of those old classic movies that went straight i know and those ones aren't always very good but we really just need another princess and the frog like honestly I love make a sequel to it, but make it a good sequel, not just like a, you know, straight to TV trash sequel. Oh, I'm not talking a sequel to Princess in the Frog. I'm just saying we need, we do just need a straight yeah. up original 2D, uh, a new cool. original 2D animated movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, um, and really bring back like the old 90s, you know, feel to them. But anyways, uh, go ahead. I mean, it, it was good. I don't have much more to say. Um, I was I was kind of fascinated by it. I forgot because I remember watching like the Disney Channel stuff where they would talk about it and how like they looked at like skateboarding for how he slid along the like trees and stuff and I'm like that is, does not make sense in real life but it's just so fun to watch mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like him doing the thing with his legs and stuff like whenever like the branches would like twist and all that and I was like that doesn't it doesn't make sense at all but it's cool. Uh, it also made me think like it would be really cool like they have the technology to do like a video game like that now like that would be cool to do like a modern tarzan video game where you're like sliding tarzan's pro skater 4 oh (laughs) not like that like a lot a lot of games uh there's a lot of games now that have this like floatiness to them like of, of locomotion kind of like uh like a type of traversal like that and i'm like oh they could totally do like a modern tarzan game like That'd be cool. You smell like a Sonic Riders too. No. No more <laughs> Sonic Riders. Although my nephew would love it and I would probably buy it. But um, yeah, I'd be down with a, with a modern Sonic Riders. I think that, that they could do something with that. Maybe. I hated the first one though, so I don't know. Or how about another Kirby Air Ride? Please. With, like, oh, rail riding. I want another Kirby Air Ride. Oh my gosh, I love Kirby Air Ride so much. I don't even know what Kirby Air Riding is. Kirby it's Riders a racing game. game. It's a Kirby game. racing game. Really? Yeah. Amazing game. game. One of my favorites. That <laughs> uh, oh. was cool from what I what I played of it. Um, but yeah, it, it was just fascinating <laughs> to like, like oh yeah, like it kind of had the, one of those weird memories that just popped back into my head from when I was a kid. Like, because they used to do like some making of stuff in between Disney Channel shows and commercials and and all that, and I just remember that was one of the things that they talked about. And so I don't know. It was it was good to travel back in time a bit and just enjoy some nostalgic disney yeah i love that cool. <clears throat> all right we can get into the movies then yeah we don't have a ton to talk about today but we do have two trailers so that's pretty exciting um Sweet. Yeah. somehow no marvel or dc so that's nutty to me but whoa i didn't realize i know um, <laughs> maybe that's why it doesn't feel like big news but 
Anyway, we got our trailer for uh, Snake Eyes. That's G.I. Joe. Um, it looks fun. I Okay, I don't... I'm, I'll admit, I don't really know much about G.I. Joe. But it looks fun. It, looks, uh, it does look very, like a fun you know, movie, action. surprisingly. Yeah. It literally, to me, looks like uh, they took like the idea of Shang-Chi. And they were like, okay, we're going to kind of tell you what Shang-Chi was about. Now, and they went to the fa- like Fast and Furious writers and were like, make a movie. And with more swords. <laughs> I don't think Shane Chi uses a sword. But, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. That's the Fast and Furious, though. They're like, okay, but it's going to need swords. Yeah. And they're like, okay, man. <laughs> we got to make sure they're still ninjas. Uh Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just seems it like looks good. I don't, I like Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. yeah. This, so this looks bet, just yeah. fun. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if they do multiple G.I. Joe movies this way, that'd be cool. Like, instead of doing, yeah. like, just, oh, here's another G.I. Joe movie. Like, maybe make it about a certain character with other characters, like, sprinkled in. I don't know. Yeah. Say that, too. I was amazed that they called it Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. Maybe that's what they're doing. Snake Eyes, and they were going to be like, let's not talk about the G.I. Joe part of it. I figured that was kind of the way that they would go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so to label it a G.I. Joe movie... Um, Surprise me. It's been forever since we had a G.I. Joe movie. I might have to break out my Snake Eyes skin in Fortnite again. Nice. <laughs> that's fun. Um, that's so, cool. that's one trailer. We also got a trailer for yet another Hotel Transylvania movie. So, it's the fourth movie. It's Hotel Transylvania 4 Transformania. And, <laughs> you know, the whole shtick in this is that they're monsters returning to humans and humans returning to monsters. Oh. Well. I've heard they're good. The, the first one, the first one is I've not seen the others. They just seem I've heard they're good. Well, I've heard the first one's okay. And then the rest of them are just money grabs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't really know. I haven't seen any of them. Personally, I don't feel the need watching them. But what's really kind of cool about this movie in particular, uh Adam Sandler is actually no longer the voice of Dracula. There's he a lot of voices I noticed that are not the same. I think maybe because, okay. I don't know, maybe this is good, like a lower production type thing. Um, but what is cool is that instead of Amp Sandler, it's actually going to be Brian Hull. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, you're a, a long of ours. time, long time listeners of the podcast, you'll know that we actually interviewed him a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. And that was super fun. He's sort of known, yes. I think, honestly, mostly around the interwebs for... His covers, um, he does a lot of yes. songs, he does lots it, of singing. It was the Let It Go one specifically, I think, that shot him up there. Yeah. yeah. He does impressions at Disneyland. Oh my gosh, yeah. his impressions are so Disney amazing. characters. Um, and something really cool, too, is that he's uh, kind of for our community. Yeah. Uh, he was a youth pastor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, he uh, yeah, he's still, like, in his videos, wears this little necklace with, a like, a shield and a cross on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we interviewed him, he was just a YouTube sensation, and I think he had voiced a few video game characters, but it was literally like the grunting of soldiers or stuff. Yes, or yeah, yes. that sort of thing. But this is like a really big break for him, which is really exciting. Like, um, I don't know, I'm I'm excited for him, even though I probably won't watch the movie because I'm not interested. <laughs> it's in still cool to hear though, I think, is what we're It's saying. really exciting to hear that. That's yeah. like a big break to be in, you know, cuz it is, you know, a big series. I was saying mm-hmm. Hotel Transylvania, people know what it is even if they don't watch it. Yeah, so. I've been seeing it all over the internet. Um, which is why I ended up, you know, put it in the news was mm-hmm. just because it's yeah. all over Facebook and all over my Google whatever <laughs> yeah. news thing that I get. 
all the ads are like, you need to watch this, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize just, there was a new movie out. I just saw the face and was like, what's happening? And then it's just exciting to know that we uh, we got to talk to him and that he's he's a cool person. So mm-hmm. yeah, super good guy. I'm gonna watch the movie specifically because he's in it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I support that. That helps him get paid. Hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Only other news besides that is just sort of, we got confirmation that Tomb Raider's getting a sequel. Uh, we don't really know the name of it yet. There's a working title, like in their first draft is like Tomb Raider Obsidian, but I mean, those things change all the time. It could, it could be something else, but um, I, I, yeah, I, I sequel's got, happening. I, I, That's I got an idea. I got an idea. It's a great oh, idea no. for a title. It's, they could just, it's just called Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> that's never been done before. They it's should the totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. mean, but to be to be honest, though, it does make me wonder, like, if that really is just going to be a because wasn't Tomb Raider the plot of Tomb Raider? Pretty yeah. much. Yes. So like, they well, could just they could literally do that. Yes and um, no, kind of. It was the same setup. Oh, but it's like it's literally, literally, they okay. can just do the second move, the second game, though. If they're going to keep it that way, like. It's still essentially the same, like, idea of plot, of, of, like, the plot and, like, the kind of enemy, like, faction that she's dealing with. Yeah. Okay. But they can just set it so in like Siberia. someone played the video game and told a scriptwriter yeah. the story. They can just set it in Siberia and call it Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, oh, and then here's an even better idea. They call it the third one, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and they oh. put it in South Africa. You, wow. <laughs> Yo, I just got a million dick. dollar idea here. Get LJ working with them straight up. I don't. I don't understand what happened to just twos. Like I don't hate Tomb Raider two. Yeah, Tomb Raider two. Tomb Raider two. Tomb Raider two. What do you say? Oh, but they they should call it Tomb Raider and just spell it. (laughs) The two. Okay, that that would have been if this was out in like the two thousands. Hundred percent. But now or, it's too, or, or spell it T W O. They have to go like Obsidian. Spell it T W O M. They're too cool for sequels and Tomb Raider. That's how we will refer to it from now on. Tomb Raider. If you're talking about on the podcast in the future, we will be referring to Fate of the Furious. Yes. Tomb Raider. So, you know, you've been warned. That's our movie. I'm excited. I kind of forgot that there was a movie happening. Yeah. Missed that news. I guess I don't know. I'm, yeah, the first one was fine. Uh, hopefully the second one will be good. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it, though. Sweet. Move on. <laughs> we'll get into television then. Um, I want to know about Shelley's Invincible. Yes, because uh, you didn't final, finish it last, last time we talked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we finished Invincible. It's a very good show. I really like how it ended. I thought it was a really good ending. Um, I thought it was cool how, without spoilers, I think it ended, it like wrapped up season one really well, but also yes. left open the door for more seasons, which we know there are going to be more seasons, but it was, it's one of those things where like, I felt like a Thank complete, goodness there are. Mm-hmm. it felt pretty complete even just within itself, but there's going to be more and that's, and it was presented in a way that made sense. It wasn't just, it wasn't yeah. like a crazy cliffhanger or anything it was just like yeah like the, there's more to be told here and i thought that was pretty cool but yeah uh good show um nice i don't really know more to say about it because of spoilers <laughs> but i i really liked it so cool so uh, yeah I... sh- shameless plug here 
Um, I was on an episode with my friend Caleb from the Mountain Nerds and Isaac of the Infinity Bros. Uh, and we talked about, uh, like, we did a whole spoiler cast on it uh, this past week. Nice. It, it got published. So cool. if y'all want to just hear about spoilers, just totally, like, go there. off the gloves off with spoilers, then, yeah, go check it out. Go check out the Mountain Nerds episode. Cool. Sweet. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I finished Invincible. Started Haikyuu. I've heard funny. about that. Like, what is I'm it? actually watching all these new... No, it's Haikyuu. <laughs> it's about volleyball. Oh, cool. It's the ABC I also volleyball watched anime. anime. Yeah. I was like, it sounds like anime. Okay. <laughs> it's the volleyball anime. Almost 100% you've seen clips of it. Sweet. It's that popular. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's pretty big. Yeah, like all of our friends recommended it to us. They're just like, oh my gosh, you guys have to watch. The show is one of my favorite anime ever. And I'm like... Okay. Well, volleyball. Anime it's... does sports so well. Like, I wish r- real sports were like watching anime. Well, okay. <laughs> and I do like it. And I think it's fun because I, I did play volleyball, at least for a couple of years. Um, just enough for me to actually like know what's going on. That's so cool. Um, it's cool that I know what's sort of happening mm-hmm. um, as they're explaining things. Um, it's just so, it's so painfully shown in that it's kind of a little bit hard for me to watch. It is just it is just Naruto in a different color. That's all it is. It's, so do they all have like, like I have super to traits? I have to win, and losing is the worst thing that's possibly conceivable because all I put all my value in winning, and I, I gotta hit the ball. I gotta look over the ball. Like, is it king? Are they men? Is it huh? Like, is it men or women? Is it Cohen? No, Who's this is volleyball? men. This is a high school team. Okay, I would be king of volleyball. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> um. And every high school I went to, I just went, uh, it was like, there was no men's volleyball. Well, that's the thing. That's sort of yeah. how it starts off is that the main character, it goes to a school where there's really no volleyball team. And so he like okay. gets like, a couple other people, like he grabs some people from the basketball team, grabs some other friends. And he's like, okay, now we're the volleyball club and now we can like go compete. But really, he's just really passionate about volleyball and wants people to play with. <laughs> Um, and he's really he's short. That's the other volleyball. thing is that he's short. And uh, if you don't really understand volleyball, is very advantageous to be tall, which is mm-hmm. why. Same with basketball, right? Like that was another why I why. don't play volleyball. All, all the sports I was really involved with was, um, I guess I wasn't super involved in volleyball, but I played volleyball, I played basketball, and I rode. Um, and those are all things where it's like being tall is very advantageous. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, so I, I am liking it. I think it's really cool dynamic. They they're doing this whole thing where it's like, okay, there's these two characters. And I this isn't really spoilery. It's literally within the first episode. Um, they got these two characters who um, hate each other because they had to like play against each other, and they're both really good, and they just have this like rivalry going right. And all of a sudden, they find themselves at the same high school, trying to join the same volleyball team, and they have to figure out what teamwork is and like what's important there, mm. and um, so it's really it's really fun, and I'll definitely keep watching it. But it, I'm almost I think I'm getting a little tired of Shonen. If I'm being honest, I think I watched too much Naruto, and uh, <laughs> I really like anime that makes fun of anime. So that's why I love uh, Kaguya-san. Uh, sorry, Kaguya-san, Love is War so much. Oh that's yeah, why I love One Punch Man so much because um, mm-hmm. it's just making fun of different types of anime, but. I'll definitely keep watching it, especially because, like, so many people say it's, like, literally one of their favorite anime, which I'm like, oh, okay, like, we'll keep watching, and I'm excited for 
um, them to stop being petty little rivals and for them to play as a team. I guess that's what I'm ready for, and that will be fun. Mm. But I think I think I de- see it in a different lens. A lot of my friends weren't really into sports growing up, and I was very into sports growing up, and so I think watching specifically sports anime is hitting me a little bit different than it hits them. Um, oh, yeah. I had a conversation with my sense. friends about it, how it's like, for me, it's like, I never really had too many great teams um and we just kind of played together and it's kind of whatever but we didn't really have like those wholesome moments like you see in anime right (laughs) and and part of me is like oh man i kind of wish i had a better experience in my life (laughs) in sports (laughs) i don't know it it hits me a little bit different than i think some people who have never really been into sports but um yeah i'll definitely keep watching it it is really good i love the animation animation's awesome um, it's just a little bit, it's just a little bit painful to me. People are like, oh, next you need to watch my Hero Academia. And I'm like, I, I really don't think I could take more Shonen right after this. That I'm, is it's, hardcore Shonen. I know it's, it's all the same. <laughs> I know people are again, like, oh, my Hero Academia is like one of my favorite anime of all time. But I think I need, I, I just, I, I feel like that's that due in part to the fact that it's just kind of the new hotness, you know? So like everybody yeah. watches it, you know, like. Oh, for not, sure. Not that it's not good, but it's just one of those things where it's like everybody's on board with it. So it's like... Yeah, because like for me, it's yeah. like when, when I think about anime I love, like I think about Fumetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah. Yes. Which I... I don't know if it's actually considered shonen, but it doesn't feel like shonen energy to me. It feels very, it feels very different. It's, it's much more sophisticated mm-hmm. than I feel like the average super popular anime. Yeah, there's like a plot, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not yes. just like the character. It's very to, like, heavy. It, that's, um, it's very heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so I'm not like into fairy tale and One Piece and yeah, right. all of Naruto. I yeah, say Naruto. I mean, I and I watched Naruto and I was, but I, I don't know if I can really watch much more. Um, I love like Orin High School Host Club, and again, I already talked about like Love Is <laughs> War, um, stuff like that, or honestly, Violet sappy Evergarden. romance ones get me. <laughs> Um, I've got a bunch of guys at work. Um, they're a bunch of like teenage dudes, and they like uh, realize that I like anime. They're like, oh, what's what's your favorite anime? I should check it out. And I was like, Violet Evergarden. Oh, that's <laughs> and, a great uh, one. I love Violet. I Evergarden. Finally, had one of the kids come up to me and be like, "So do you uh, do you watch anime where there's fighting?" <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah. "Yeah, go watch Fate Unlimited Blade Works." There we uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that's so funny yeah it's been great it's they're, they're kind of trolling but i'm also very serious i'm like go get cultured yeah <laughs> um, anyway that's uh that's that cool cool um i guess i'll, I'll just go because i just mentioned um <laughs> unlimited blade works i didn't really watch any new shows. Okay. Um, but I'm two episodes away from finishing Unlimited Blade Works Abridged. Nice. Uh, which is a YouTube show. We watched like the first three episodes uh, when they came out uh, when I moved to Fort Smith. Um, so that was like two years ago. And the season wasn't done yet. I still haven't figured out if the season's actually over. Like if they actually finished the project. Um, if they, if have, they didn't, I don't I'd think they will. Watch, but I love the yeah. Abridged a lot more than the original show if i'm being honest the abridge is what makes watching the original worth it in my opinion yeah so you watched at least what i don't know there may have been an episode or two that have come out since i watched it but yeah 
Okay. Uh, it's like I said, I thought I saw like three or four episodes, and there's eight episodes now, I think. I don't think uh, I saw it. I've seen all eight. I need to catch up then because I'm like, I hope that they just kind of jammed everything in and then it. they got the whole season. Yeah, I'll be okay. so sad if it's just been season. Uh, but I do know that I think Unlimited Blade Works was two seasons, yes, and I don't think this is going to go through both seasons. That's fine, yeah, <laughs> I guess, but tons of fun. Super good. Yeah, bridge series are so good. That one especially is actually very, very good. Yeah. I think it's very I love funny. It. Um, and then the other thing that I did is uh, high score. I finally finished that. Cool. Nice. Um, the other day. Yeah. A lot of crazy stuff about Doom I didn't know about. Yes. Um, yep. Cool stuff. I didn't like the, uh, I think the craziest thing out of that. Uh, there's a lot of facts, but the fact that it was on a server and so people were literally could download um a doom demo yeah it was, like, it was called like, shareware I, just, I think i think he's in 1993 yep that's so crazy like i was a year old um and <laughs> i they was were three. downloading huh i was three years old at the time <laughs> actually that's just crazy I, I don't think of the internet being that old but obviously it was yeah i was either like three or four depending on when that was yeah, super super <laughs> um, a lot of cool stuff in that show I liked towards the end they got into the ESRB ratings and stuff mm-hmm. uh, learned a bit but LJ go ahead I'm excited to hear what you have to say about uh, LDR oh well first since we're kind of still on the anime train a little bit um, I, oh yeah go for it I've so I I was so excited that season 2 is out but uh, I'm, I'm still watching Kuroko's Basketball this is the basketball anime that mm-hmm. I talked about a while back Oh, yeah. And it's one of those things with Netflix, you never know when they're going to put out, like, the next season of some of this stuff. And so, over the weekend, I was just chilling, and I was looking through Netflix, and I was like, yes, season two is out! And so, um, it basically, I was, I I started watching that, and I was just so excited to have it back. Um, I thought it was going to be a while. Uh, But it's very cheesy, very shonen, kind of like Shelly was talking about with Haikyuu. this the all the the characters still have this these weird almost superhuman like traits that aren't really superpowers but they're just these like super traits that like make them unique and like give them this innate ability to play basketball mm-hmm. and uh i i laughed because there's this part where like so there's the this group called the generation of miracles and they're like this team that they're spread out now but like in middle school they were like the top team they're the best players like in japan and so now they all play in different different teams and stuff. And so there was this point where there's there's this new character, and like he starts to get good and he starts to like be like amazing. And then so all of a sudden there's this thing he does, and then it shows all of them in different locations. They have this like sense, this like sixth sense or something, where they're just like, wait a minute, like something's different. And then so it gives this like expose about like. You know, the it's like the Generation of Miracles thought there would one day be, you know, someone else to join the ranks, but they didn't think it would be this soon. And it's like this imagery of somebody, like, knocking down this locked door, and I'm like, that is so shonen. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's super cool, though. I, I'm excited just that it's back. So. Cool. If you like, if you want more sports anime to watch, if you if watch Haikyuu and, uh, and Kuroko's Basketball. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the other one that uh, I feel like is more notable uh, that kind of a lot of people have watched is Love, Death, and Robots. I have not seen this show at all. Um, so uh, season two just Had came not. out. 
Yeah. Um, oh, wait, season two's out? Yeah, season... Yeah, remember we talked about the trailer uh, last week? Yeah, I knew the trailer. I didn't realize it was coming Se- so soon. Yeah, season two is out now. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's out. Well, I'll have my show for next week. <laughs> yeah, and it's... So, I guess the first season is like 18 episodes of... And then this uh-huh. this one was like eight. So, like, I don't know what oh. happened. Like, maybe they, like... I, I don't know. Um, COVID. Everything's COVID's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, it was just one of those things where, like, I talked about... I talked about it with my brother because he, he said he watched it and then a few other people... And I was like, okay, I just got to watch this because apparently it's, it's <laughs> worth it. And it is the most weirdest thing because it's it's an anthology. I feel like we've mm-hmm. probably talked about this before, but it's an anthology. Oh, yeah. Super violent. Um, definitely nudity and sexual stuff. Sometimes super violent. Well, okay, yes. Yeah, sometimes both. And sometimes you never know what you're going to get with each episode, really. Yeah. Um, like there's one with the cat. I have not. The exploding wait. kittens. Oh, the reference was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that one was pretty safe. The, yeah, the first episode is pretty safe. That one's called uh, Three Robots, and it's about these three robots who like go to... Was that the first episode? I don't think that was the first episode. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the first episode is about the uh, gladiator aliens. No, no, that one's the fourth one. Is it really? Yes. Because weird. that's the last one I watched. So, it's the three robots it's the weird space like event horizon trippy stuff and then the third one is the ice age one with topher grace and then the fourth one is is the alien gladiator one which i think it was one of my favorites so far i want a series of that that would be cool uh i just love i like the concept and i just love the way that ends because i'm just like i did not see that coming at all yeah, the nudity is unfortunate. But, yes, and, uh, and that's super cool. That's why I'll idea. keep throwing that disclaimer out there. Um, yeah, I've heard of a few that people really love that I'm excited to get to. So it's just one of those things I didn't watch right away because of I heard about the nudity and the violence and stuff like that, and I was like, I don't know if it's worth it necessarily. But now that I have watched it, I want to watch more because the animation and just seeing the work that is done on each of these episodes is like fascinating. Um, I even accidentally watched a part of the first episode of season two, and that was kind of funny. Uh, like the plot of that from what I had watched. Then I realized, oh, this isn't season one. Be- <laughs> because they put volume two on top of volume one for some reason. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That's weird. Because you want people who haven't seen it to watch the first volume, probably. Um, not that, I guess not that it matters. None of them are sequels, and it doesn't matter. Right, right. But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do the first volume uh, before I yeah. It's a weird way to do it. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping that they would just take and if like every episode would be a sequel to the first anthology. I figured that was asking too much. There would be no way. That but would, I think that would have been really cool. That would be kind of neat. If I think it would be neat, especially if there were certain ones that people loved, if that mm-hmm. they would expand on. I think Brought that would back. be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited. Gladiator aliens. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch more though, and most of those episodes are pretty short. Like they're they're not even like full episodes really. Like I think some of the longer ones are like maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot though. Again, disclaimer: nudity, blood, Very violence, mature, sex, usually throughout many of the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. There's one. Um, there's one in particular that is extremely extremely dark. Um, oh. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of I don't I can't remember what number it is apparently. Um, but there's one that's very uh, I don't know Ex- sexually explicit and dark. <laughs> okay. Huh. I wonder I wonder if I've seen that one yet. Probably not. I think you know what I'm talking about. I feel like uh, I might, but I'm, I feel like I might, but I'm still not sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm still yeah, not I sure. I wish I remember the names of it. It's been so long. Is, um, was it set in space? No. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I haven't seen okay. it. Then. It's very colorful. Okay. Um. But anyways, cool. Good show. Yeah. We'll get into the TV news then. Um. Speaking of Netflix, we'll go there first. Yeah. Uh, we got our first look at Master of the Universe. Which is Looks sweet. Uh, obviously, you know, He Man, um, Skeletor. Skeletor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is going to be really weird to take Skeletor serious again because he's been a meme for a while. Now. <laughs> All of them have. Yeah. I just want He Man um, to tell somebody what's going on. <laughs> but we got our first look, <laughs> and it kind of follows that same vein that Castlevania does. Um, we already knew that it, it's the same artist, right? It's the same same uh, animation company. Team. Yep. Yeah, uh, and so it does kind of the same thing in that it, it takes the old classic art styles from the like, the 80s, um, and it kind of flips it into, a, it, it gives it like modern coloring. It looks super clean. Uh, yeah. I, I like the way that they do that. Like, the nude's hairstyle literally looks the same as it did in uh, the old 80s He-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a Beast thing. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. I haven't watched He-Man. In the thing you write? A thousand years. Uh, no, oh. it's a dude with like saber tooth teeth things. I think it's literally just. I'm gonna look. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Anyways, uh, looks very 80s too. I love it. I think it's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah. Plus Mark Hamill awesome. as a uh, Skeletor. Probably the most hype part about hey, that. I was gonna say that's that's pretty. Good I think it's literally just good. named Beast Man. Beast, beast man. man? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It's just Beast Man. All right, so that's probably why I said Beast. I think so. Or maybe the artist is just really good. They got <laughs> their uh, point across really easily. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that show. I'm really yeah. excited. I think that'll be cool. The thing about Mark Hamill is cool because I was reading that apparently he was ready to quit animation, and I guess they hit him up to play Skeletor, and I guess he decided not to. So He was like, I can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worth it. Super nice. Um, Love it. And then I want to talk about this. I think this news has been circulating for a little bit, but I hadn't really like paid attention as well as I could have. Uh, we've got a budget for Lord of the Rings mm. and uh, the TV show coming out on Amazon. It's $465 million for the first season. That's a lot. I just... Yeah. Oh, man. I want to go... So, uh, Endgame, his budget, uh, Avengers Endgame, was $356 million. <laughs> Whoa. And it's like one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah. Um, but it's a movie, not a show. So I, I understand. Yeah. So let's go sense. to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Pretty big budgeted show. Um, a lot of CGI and stuff happening that they needed to make look good. And it did look good. $150 million. Wow. Yeah. And then I don't know why I went to Marvel. So we'll do some. Uh, that makes sense. Let's though. do the Hobbit movie, which was a pretty big budget movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hobbit budget is $180 million. I wonder what the highest budgeted Lord of the Rings movie is. I don't know. Uh, But, I mean, this is just like... 
Because I wonder That's what a like big budget for a show. Yeah, it's pretty massive. Because like I was thinking like what's Desolation of Smog's budget or like Return of the King or two ta- like Return of the King's budget or you know like yeah I don't know we don't need to get that into the weeds but it was just kind of like I was thinking of a bunch of different like Lord of the Rings movies. Um, Lord, it was one of the biggest, most ambitious film projects ever undertaken. And Lord of the Rings, uh, as a series, mm-hmm. was $281 million. What? So they almost doubled. Wow. I don't like that. Yeah, but I mean... That just makes me uncomfy. <laughs> wow. That's just, They're I... older movies, so... That's true. And mo- and they were mostly practical, I think. Aside from some stuff. Yeah. That's... Yeah, three films, 281 uh, I loved the making of whenever they would show like how they did like all the big battle scenes with everybody actually like painted and like costumed up as orcs and stuff. Like, yeah, I would have loved to have been one of those guys. That would have been awesome. Uh, so I can't remember the guys' names, but there's some higher um, execs that are talking about um, justifying basically this huge budget. Wow, uh, and they're taking a huge risk basically, uh, and they're hoping to get an international audience for oh. the show. And. I really don't know. Like, I know Lord of the Rings is huge in the United States. And I would bet a little bit in Europe, but I can't imagine Lord of the Rings being that big in, like, China, which is a huge... Yeah. That's a good point. ...box office, like, chunk of money. So I'm... Yeah, I'm excited with that budget alone. I'm like, oh, it should be really good. It scares me. Yeah. I just don't think that much money needs to be thrown into a show, ever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Amazon's like, got better the money. places to. Well, that's why it's because I know it's Amazon. Yeah. That's why it's because mm-hmm. it's Amazon and it's Lord of the Rings, which is something that everyone's familiar with, and so everyone's mm-hmm. spend money to watch. And it's I don't know, I just don't know how I feel about it. I and mean, granted, I know I'm not the like... as big of Star or Lord of the Rings fan. I almost said Star Wars. Sorry, Lord of the Rings fan as other people. Like I love Lord of the Rings, but. I'm not, like, a super fan simply because I didn't really grow up watching it that often, you know? Like, just the... Mm. Or I never read the books. I read The Hobbit. Yeah, some um, people have gotten yeah. are pretty There's hardcore. some, like, really, really big fans out there, which is awesome, like... But, but I But, you, like, you mentioned Star Wars. I would expect something like this for Star Wars. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't expect this for Lord of the Rings. I don't know. It just... I don't know. It just scares me, and especially some other news I've been hearing about it, about, like, um, you know, people saying it's not going to be very diverse, which... Like, that's kind of a hard one to tackle because Tolkien mm-hmm. kind of didn't make uh, his he world. He didn't really write it for it. Yeah. I feel like but you almost like, expect how that anyway. That? Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. And there's other stuff I heard about the show that I'm just like, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to feel about it. It's one of those things where there's so much money going into this, but I'm just not that interested. Unless it turns out to be just... I hope it does well. I don't I mean, know. I'll, amazing, I'll, I'll watch I guess. Yeah. This is hilarious. I, I don't know why I didn't think to do this. Season one of Game of Thrones, 60 million. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, so. What about season eight? What about season eight? <laughs> We're not even podcasting at this point. We're just. That's curious. fine. It's fine. No, it's good. I'm, I'm looking it up. Um, each episode was $15 million. What's the math on that? I don't How many episodes? Um, ninety. Okay, Game of Thrones season has a ninety million dollar budget. That doesn't even scratch. The, I mean, that's like. Uh, I mean, that's a small fraction of what. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> season eight was bad though. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that. Means and only six it. episodes. Oh, okay. Huh. Only six. Wow. So, yeah. They really kind of pushed that do... one out, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. Just... <laughs> um, season seven cost seventy million dollars. Okay, that's. <laughs> Season eight was just kind of like a fart. They're like, well, oh. we got one more in the chamber. Let's just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I the budget alone makes me excited. It, I'm very into spectacle. Um, I know a lot of people um, disagree. They actually uh, understand art and uh, are smarter <laughs> than I am. I like shiny things. Uh, so that number impresses me. I'm like, yeah, I thought that show was going to be good. I hope it is. Well, no. Uh, if it's bad, that'll be so sad. I mean, yeah. how yeah. much money went to Cyberpunk 2077? How much hype went to <laughs> I guess that's a different situation, but that's That question is a yeah. meme in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be a video game budget. I've heard of companies getting purchased for, like, a lot like that. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Um, I guess Jeff Bezos is a fan of Lord of the Rings. Moral of the story. Isn't he Uncle not even... Jeef, Jeef Bezos. <laughs> Is he what, LJ? Isn't Bezos not even, like, running Amazon anymore? Oh, yeah, he's not the CEO anymore. He's a chairman. Yeah, he's still got so much freaking money, though. Yep. Yeah. Literally more money. Okay. Than probably okay. looks okay. like... Should have... <laughs> so, Cyberpunk is actually very close. 316 million. Oh. Wow. That's a video, oh. that's a video game budget. Oh, no. That's crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was a major disaster. That's a good disaster. point. <laughs> Hopefully they finish the show before releasing it. Shoot. <laughs> I would hope so. You can't just release patches to make it better, so. <laughs> you could. I'm so scared for that day. I mean, they kind of already do that, right? Game of Thrones had the little Starbucks cup, and they just oh. patched it out. That's true. Mandalorian Star- did too. Yeah, I was going to say Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Yeah, they had the sound guy. They just patch out they just update they're like man the green screen will look pretty okay on day one but wait for a week and it's gonna be great (laughs) no freak all of this technology needs to stop (laughs) did you guys see the ai this is so random uh this is what podcasts are for did you guys see the ai for grand theft auto that does the realistic hyper realistic thing no you have to look it up it literally takes grand theft auto and makes it like photographically like real world realistic looking Weird. um it's no people i didn't see any people in the pictures that i saw um or video but it was like the cars and stuff Jeez. in the road and it literally looks like a real street That's in real life on camera well, yeah um and it's it's a mod that you can i think you can download it i'm not sure uh, but they basically modded grand theft auto 5 with an ai that does all of the rendering itself wow yeah, super crazy stuff. Okay, anyways, that's pretty off topic, but uh, super cool. Um, our last last bit of news. This one's pretty crazy. It kind of gets into DC, Shelley. Yeah, there we go. Since we didn't talk Pretty about any DC or Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, AT&T is selling Warner Media. Uh, so that's like Warner Bros, HBO, all that. Mm-hmm. They're selling it to Discovery, um, which I didn't realize Discovery was such a big... They're huge. Yeah. Dang, but it's TNT, TBS, CNN. Um, a lot of big names under that Discovery banner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I At first, I was kind of like, I don't really know what this is going to do. Um, 
Like the biggest thing to me is, hey, maybe someone else owning DC will like do something good with it. Um, maybe they'll have better, the, they'll have better say about stuff, and you know, like I don't know, like I feel like AT and T, there was probably a lot that Warner couldn't do because of yeah. AT and T. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like it would be. It's a lot easier now to get them a Feige right. than it was yes. apparently before. Um. But other than that, like, there's a lot of talk about it creating uh, a much bigger platform than HBO Max as a streaming service. Uh, I just kind of so hope that, like, I can get Discovery Plus and HBO Max all in one package now because my mom has been, like, asking me about Discovery Plus, And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if I need another streaming service to buy. Like, <laughs> See, I would hope that they'll just merge them That'd be cool. into HBO Max. Call it, like, maybe just... A Warner, some kind of like Warner service or something. Something I just want to be able to say yeah. easily. That's all I want. You want what? Just something I can like easily say that rolls out the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. HBO Max. I think it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean, it, Tia, again, my wife, she said Max Plus. Yeah, I mean, they already have Discovery. Yeah, yeah they already <laughs> have the two, I think. So even if they keep them separate and package them, I think that would be, to me, that would be the ideal. Because Discovery yeah. Plus has all the HGTV, Food Network, uh, all that Discovery Channel, like a bunch of that stuff already. So Weird. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, hopefully, it's mostly DC stuff that I'm worried about yeah. or care about. Um, Harry Potter. Hopefully, they can be a little bit smarter with the way that they handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, this is going to, might affect the gaming realm a little bit, too, with Warner Brothers games. Yeah, it's true. With WWE games, yeah. So who knows? Yeah, about that. We'll we'll see what this means for a lot of a lot of stuff. I think down the road. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's where we're gonna end today's show. I think. Are we geeking out about anything else this week? I just have one thing I want to plug real quick. Um, yeah. On Friday, I will be helping Geek Devotions, Dallas and Celeste. They're doing a forty-hour live stream on their Twitch channel, um, which oh, cool. obviously <laughs> I'm we're pretty good at. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Um, so nice. they do. It's for uh, uh, Shreveport's uh, Teen Reach Adventure Camp. It's for uh, I guess f- uh, foster kids, and I guess they want to raise money to help like pay for like some scholarships with the organization or something, so Sweet. like kids could go. Um, so I have some time slots on there, but just uh, be sure to check out. I think it's Friday and Saturday, um, but just go check out their Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/geekdevotions, and. I'll post about it on my Twitter and stuff, but I just wanted to plug awesome. that since since uh, we, we, we do a lot of those uh, multiple day long live streams. And so <laughs> I figured yeah, I uh, so. our audience yeah. would be it's interested. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Shall you get out about anything else this week? Uh, only the fact that I got some new headphones. And I'm Sweet. glad because yeah. I'm wireless and they're, I, I feel so free. That's, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> Super cool. All right. Well, we'll end the podcast there then. Um, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me everywhere on social media uh, at WarHeroLJ and then streaming on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace on Fridays. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me on Twitch streaming, uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Tuesday nights, I've been playing Omori. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Omer. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye-bye. Peace.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.